I screwed it. That was pretty good. What's up, guys? <laughs> Today is Wednesday, September 15th, and welcome to Lunch Beers, episode 11. Let's get messy, boys. I just spilled my beer everywhere. Um, <laughs> That's ironic. We have a uh, we have a packed show today. Full NFL slate this past weekend. Office talk as always. College football sprinkled in, and some MLB wild card talk. But you guys know where we start. We have our beer of the week. Our buddy Troy, his redemption beer. I'm gonna start off. It's called Fudgy the Beer. Uh, limited edition collab with Carvel. Um, I don't know if there's any Carvels in PA. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's maybe only a New York thing. Um, but growing up, my only two sources of ice cream were Carvel and Mr. Softy. So right off the bat, I mean, this is tugging at all the nostalgia strings. So this is awesome. It's from Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. It's an American stout utilizing Carvel's signature chocolate crunchies, fudge and ice cream. Uh, it says, we are proud to brew... Fudgy the beer in collaboration with Carvel. Um, so yeah, limited edition drop. What are you guys thinking? A dark, roasty, and fudge collaboration. I'm uh, not a big stout guy, but this is delicious and kind of tastes like a graham cracker almost. Like, does anyone get that? Like a little yeah. bit of a graham cracker. Yeah, right. I feel like that. a chocolate graham cracker. So I'm I'm gonna give this a pretty high rating. I'm gonna give it. Uh, 7.7. Oh, wow. I kind of I kind of like this. This is you like, like a, this lot, is a huh? nice little winter treat, you know. I, wanna, I was going to say winter's coming up. Sit, sip this by a by fireplace, yeah. you know, Christmas trees on. What's blah, a good blah. pairing? Like what kind of dessert would could you eat with this? Tiramisu. Yes. Coffee cake. Yeah, that's good. Ralph, I like that. Ralph peeked out there. I saw his eyes mm-hmm. were like I want tiramisu. <laughs> All right, what are you guys thinking, Eli Jared? Um I'm also not the biggest porter guy, but it honestly kind of looks like root beer. It does it's not like that thick or heavy. It kind of it almost has like the bite of like an ale with like the bubbles. So I'm not against it. It's got a really cool flavor, like you said, Frank. I'll probably go to the six six point three, which is probably at least four. I was scared I was gonna have to violate Troy again, but no, nah, I think I think he did a great job. I give it a six point three. Break out the yeah. uh, beer journals, everyone. Jared. I'm gonna give this a six point five. Um, I like how it's kind of light at first, right? Like you guys, I get like, uh, my thirst gets quenched a little bit and then the graham cracker favor kind of comes in, like the heaviness comes in at the end. Um, also how good do you think this would be if you like mix this with like a vanilla and put it in a blender mm. you just made like a milkshake with yeah. this thing oh my god well it's kind of like i said with the root beer it could be like an yeah. alcoholic like root beer float oh yeah. dude mm. yeah so <clears throat> again the nostalgia thing's kicking in for me i mean this tastes like a fudgy the well ice cream cake like this is the cake i had for i don't know my first like 10 year like my first 10 birthdays um so it tastes exactly like the cake i actually like it um, again, like uh, like the guy said, not really a uh, a stout kind of guy, but <clears throat> I think it's pretty good. It, it has a nice like caramel finish, which I like a lot. Um, so that's really cool. And I mean, six six percent, you know, ABV. Mm, I think I'm gonna give it a six point three. I think six point three is a very solid score. Um, I think we're all a Above six, right? Reckon. Um, we mm-hmm. all hit that mark where it's a um, 
I don't know, an official, officially, um, you know, recommended beer, I guess. I don't know. We should come up with something where as long as the average is above 6.0. LB approved. Yeah, like mm-hmm. LB oh. approved or something. Okay. Or, sure you know. go. I mean, five's halfway to 10. Wait, Ralph, did you get my rating? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, so as long as it's above a 6.0, we should call it, you know, LB approved or whatever we'll figure it out. But it's definitely LB approved for now. Um, above that, you know, six zero mark. Uh, so yeah, good job, Troy. You definitely redeemed yourself on that one. I Redemption, mean, especially after last week, you could only go. God awful, dude. I'm so happy I missed that week, dude. I felt like, assaulted by that beer. I'm like insulted. I felt assaulted at the time. It's just yeah. a terrible experience. You can only go up from last week. So congrats, bud. You did yeah, it. My um, teeth don't feel like they're gonna fall out. Please, <laughs> please send us. Uh, please send us your, uh, you know, whatever you're drinking, send them in. I mean, I know uh, I made that post earlier, but send in whatever you guys are drinking. I want to taste what you guys are drinking, what you guys like. Uh, we'll give it a review. I want to taste um, your taste. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to, you know, kiss you in the mouth and see what that tastes like. And, and make sure you tell us where to find it. Yeah, that's I was important. seeing a lot of people just list names off, but you specifically asked where to find it. Yeah, so I you think know, help, for, help us help you. Yeah, so for next week we have a Trogues, uh, just a little preview, a little Trogues uh, sour coming up. We haven't had a sour yet, so that's cool. I definitely want to get a bunch of different beers in here. I mean, we have a stout today, um, so that's awesome. And uh, yeah, send them in, let us know. Uh, moving on to uh, Office Talk, we were all at Big Woody's all on the, Sunday. All the little woods at Big Wood. Yeah, we were all there, and it was kind of a disaster to start. Nikki um, Q. The importance of TV management. Absolutely. Okay. When I walk into a bar and you have seven TV screens on one side of your bar and four of them are Eagles games and they're touching each other, what the fuck, dude? What there? Yeah, how, the Eagles how, shouldn't be on any TV. Okay, for, nah, first, nah, thing, you know, first, 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 yes. Second, they won me some money, which is disappointing because I hate, <laughs> I hate making money off my least. Whatever. No, but, yeah, I mean, I totally get it, Nick. I mean, we walked in and, like you said, there was literally four TVs next to each other. So you walk into Big Woody's and it was TV. To the right TV, to the right TV, to the right TV, and they were all in the same game. Like mm-hmm. TV management that, guys. That, that wasn't the only on. spot too. Like they'd have the big screens, dude. The Bills game was on both, and they're stacked on top of each other. Like, is it that hard to pull up they a remote confused. and just flick? Ah, Maybe it's new employees. You it's know, they gotta give so them the benefit I of the doubt. But I know new people. Employees, bro, you learn how to change a chip four years old. Well, the thing is, be prepped, right? Like, have yes, yeah, that's be what it is. Be, be prepared at be the end prepped. of the day. Shout you know? out PJs. Yeah, they're, another, they're, the, they're the best at that. Let's go there. This another big thing is, and I I don't know, I might be dating myself a little bit, but football Sundays at Jock and Jill's yeah. in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, R- were the best R- because R.I.P. They had all their TVs and they had a piece of paper under that TV saying what game would be on that TV, and they didn't change it. That's another thing. Like I understand, you know, the guess is always right, especially in the restaurant industry and you want to make them happy and whatever. But then that leads to you having multiple TVs of the same game next to each other. When I walked into Jock and Jill's way back in the day, it had a a piece of paper and that game, whatever game was on that TV was not changing. No matter who asked, you had, you had, um, you know, an advanced 
uh, notice of what TV would be on what TV so you can, or what game would be on what TV so you can pick where you wanted to sit. You remember how small the TVs were, and it was it was Some just better because yes. we knew what we were watching. Yeah, I would I would I would take a twenty six inch TV where I know what game's going to be on it over a fifty inch where some guy that just walked in can request a game and the channels changed. Like I hate that. Yeah. Well, also, I like if you're that. a bartender or a server, you can't be like don't be a fucking moron either. You know what I mean? Like hey. Like, these guys just requested this game eight minutes ago, and now this guy is just, oh, I'm just going to change the channel as if we weren't watching it. It's like, you know, you can't make everybody happy either. But when you have 100 TVs on, and like Nick's, to Nick's point, you don't need four games on one row of TVs when it's like, yo, like, you could just look a couple more inches to the right. Like, come on. <laughs> Facts, dude. Yeah, so I was a little disappointed in the Big Woody's uh, TV management. But, I mean, the wings though. were fire. Yeah, yeah, shout out our great. server, too. Yeah, he, was he did a good job. He was, yeah, man. He was, he he was, was awesome. just yugging those towers over, my man. He got the games on my for us, man. He got he the got games, bro, just carrying all that beer. Yeah, plus their buff, uh, their buff garlic sauce is fire. Oh, my mm. God. I think it's one of the best wing sauces I've ever had. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed that a lot. So everything else besides the whole TV fiasco, and it's tough too, because, you know, we have a lot of action going, we have bets on like almost every game. Mm -hmm. So that, that was another frustrating part, but it is what it is. Um, so, um, you know, over in our, our fantasy league, since football is running, we were talking well, about. Should we should we save that or well, talk about it now? Uh, we'll talk about it later, but it's it's the start of of this, right? I got a serious question for you guys. Okay. Okay. So there, we were shooting around. Um, if you're in the beer league, you understand. Uh, we we're they're shooting around some uh very hideous Chicago style hot dogs. Oh, the hot right? dog talks. Yeah, yeah, dude. right. It, it it got my mind going. I want to bring this question back up because it's been a while. Is a hot dog a sandwich or a taco? Oh, hit us with the hard hitting question. You're a big, you're a big journalist. Wait, you're a big J over I'm here. serious, dude. Okay, you guys, I've been thinking you, about this for two days straight. All right, all I haven't right, seen for, you guys. First off, I'd love to. Uh, I'd like to just bring up the Chicago hot dogs. Look up Chicago relish. Shout out to my boy Joe. I've actually been to Chicago. Never knew the relish was weird. It's super gross looking. Go check it out. Chicago relish. Um, is a hot dog a sandwich or a taco? My lord, that's a tough question. Wait, I have a question for your question. Is the bread broken? Wait, that, what do you that, mean that's broken? What, that's where I was going. Did the bottom that, break? That, that that's my because I would split it into like a sandwich see, look. See, but if it's connected, it looks see, like a taco. See that that was going to be my argument initially. Um, no, you're you're I not. I feel like it's a sandwich. No, it's a sandwich. No, it's fr made with bread. Fr fresh not off a tortilla. Fresh off the the hot dog roller, whatever the whatever the hell they're cooking it on, in the bun. But handed to you. Nothing else. It's a sandwich. Whatever. It's a sandwich. Why? Because it's, it's not made with the hot dog bun itself is bread. It's not a tortilla. Mm -hmm. Tacos are made with tortillas. Do you okay. know that? Yeah, I think but, I agree but, with you. But, do but, know that. but what makes a taco a taco? What if the bread because it's in why tortilla? can you get a taco but, bowl? But, but what if the bread was corn based? For it's sand. still a corn. All right, so it's a corn tortilla, spinach tortilla. No, uh, no, the actual bread. What Ralph if, said what if taco. It was made out of tortilla. The actual definition of a taco, and Jared is right, is a Mexican dish consisting of a fried tortilla, typically folded, filled with various mixtures such as seasoning. All right, all right, oh. get out of here, you narc. <laughs> get your culture together, so dude. So it is a sandwich. Way to kill the vibe, bro. <laughs> it he is killed a your vibe, not Jared's vibe. So, so, what, Jared's so right. what makes sandwich a sandwich then? 
the being bread? made with bread. Just bread? the, just like the, the bread? way the because like tortilla and bread are different, right? You can bread like it rises, tortilla flat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that explanation. <laughs> that is perfect, and we should probably end there. Um, I'm fine with that. Okay, we all agree it's a sandwich. It's a yeah, sandwich. It's a sandwich. Right, we love Glizzy. Tweet, so, tweet us if Real you disagree. Quick, though, speaking of Chicago style hot dogs, I ordered. Um, so I guess Portillo's. I never been to uh, Chicago, so I guess Portillo's is a uh, a big uh, Chicago kind of you know hot dog and uh, I don't know like uh, beef chain out there. So they actually send you a Chicago style hot dog kit, and I ordered it before. It's pretty cool. They send you their own, you know, hot dogs. They send you uh, their buns. They send you the relish. They send you the onions. They send you that pepper that goes on it. They Imagine they send just you made one mustard. put it in an envelope. Um, <laughs> so it's it's pretty good. So if you guys really want to try a Chicago-style hot dog, I definitely recommend the Portillo's, you we know, I that. guess like hot dog kit or whatever. It's, it's pretty sweet, man. And it's that not cool. that expensive. You That's should make cool. Jared do that. Yeah, Jared, you should do that. Because you were talking crazy. You were talking a little crazy. I, I, I have no stake in the Chicago hot dog game, but even I was a little like, yo, this guy's it's coming sus. a little different right now. It's sus, dude. Yeah, my buddy Joe Durkitz brought that up to me. I was like, wow. <laughs> I had the deep dish pizza when I was out there. Called a White Sox-Yankees game. That's cool. Yeah, nice. Chi-Town, cool. that was dope. But yeah, so um, a little more office talk. I had a problem. So a little background on what I do. I pretty much sell a platform to a client and the implementation team or service team, whatever you want to call them, uh, essentially migrates them off of their current platform off to the platform I just sold. And, and I know they're overworked and, you know, our IT and our service teams are mostly based out of, you know, other countries, which is cool. You know, no disrespect to them. They work pretty hard. But they always just randomly go out of office. Like I, I need like I need answers right then, and I go to hit them up on our little you know work team chat, and they're just out of office. And I just, it's just hard because I get they're overworked. I get that the company I work for doesn't just hire more implementation specialists. But it just sucks when I need answers within, you know, the next 10 minutes and they're just randomly out of office for like the week. And I don't get that. Cyclones. And I need help. So you only have one, like one dedicated person or multi yeah, so multiple when, team members? Yeah, so, like a project team. So yeah, I have, I have, okay. it's a team, um, but there's a, uh, there's a head of the team mm -hmm. and the head of the team can do certain things that the rest of the team cannot Sure, And that's where I get bogged down in the back end stuff because I'm trying to directly connect with the head of the team and they're just randomly out of office. Like I'm talking like, and I get, you know, you could go on vacation, you know, you can go on your whatever, but it's just like a lot of the time. Yeah. But if Frankie's making sales, dude, you can't be taken off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it just it just sucks because I then now have to worry about what I'm selling and I should be able to put what I sold behind me and turn to the next sell, but I have to worry about holding the hands of the person I just sold to instead of working on new business. And then I get shitted on because I don't have new business. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> but I just spent, you know, three hours trying to figure out a problem with implementation that could have been solved within 10 minutes if the head of implementation was there. So you're telling me that your boss's boss is mad at them and that their boss's boss, his boss is mad at them, is mad at you because of the environment that they created. Exactly. And I'm just mad. <laughs> totally, totally, dude. Yeah, totally. Wild, dude, right? It's crazy. Whoa, wait a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I just had to get that out there. Um, you okay? Get your shit together, Frank. Come on. Yeah, I do need to get... Apparently, I need to get my shit together yeah. now because yeah. okay? I need... Yeah, I need to sell and also implement. Yeah. Sell and implement. Right? That's my just new job. Just pay me job. to do both. I'll get it done. I wish they would pay me to do both, but they don't. I can do all things through he who empowers me. Who's he? Philippians 4.14. Oh. I don't might, know what that might means. might be 4.13. I have Sorry no clue what that means. scripture like that. I can um, do all things with the power of God. I don't know what that means. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> it means, Frank, you know what it means, dude? That you're special and you can do anything you set your mind oh, to. Oh, man. You know what, guys? I had a high thought. I had a high thought this past week. So I was super high, and I have a dog. <laughs> and I have a dog. And I have I have a dog, right? Paint the picture. And this dog, she was just sit I was on the couch chilling and she was in her, you know, little doggy bed and um she was what seemed like dead asleep. I mean, she was sprawled out on her side. She was snoring. I thought she was in a very very deep sleep and I just got up from my couch and walked by her and she got up on her feet and like acted like the house was burning down. So I thought to myself, if animals are always in that state of mind, do they really sleep? No. What, what is sleep? They don't, right? Full eight hours. Okay, so a little background. I'm a heavy sleeper. I if once once I'm asleep, I do not wake up for anything. I mean, someone could literally break down my door, stomp up my steps and murder me in my sleep and that's it i'm i'm, I'm the done. Com- i'm the complete opposite dude if if a fu- if fly across the block yeah so buzz is too loud but I that's wake how up. i am so when i thought my dog was in dead sleep and she just jumped right up when i just snuck by her i just thought to myself do animals really sleep right so in the wild that's what i thought of in the wild if an animal needs to be alert all the time and you know every little leaf crunch or twig break they probably pop up and like yo what the fuck is that are they gonna eat me so animals don't ever sleep yeah they don't have bad bets to think about (laughs) they're just thinking about survival right (laughs) well maybe well here's the thing that like we know about sleep is it's an altered state of conscious right like humans we've learned through psychology that we have what four stages of sleep and then REM so like maybe animals only have like two stages of sleep and maybe it depends on like if you're a predator if you're a prey like why you're you stay in that state realm of sleep yeah I I can see that like a dog's lifespan is accelerated compared to ours when you try to average it out, right? They say seven years, dog years, right? For every one year of us. So maybe it's just accelerated across the board. 
Right, every minute of sleep for them is seven minutes of sleep. Oh yeah. shit, right? that is Dude. true. Right? Whoa, Whoa. Oh, mind blown. Man. My mind is blown, bro. My God, go to the next topic. Out, <laughs> go to the next topic. Dude, the feds are on their way. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta hide. What, what's going on in sports, Frank? Yeah, yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I thought of that, and he just kind of like fucked me up. But I guess Nick just cleared that up because that makes a lot of sense. Um, real quick before sports, though, I want to get to. A little movie of the week? Yes. Jared, do you have one? one? Yo, dude, so I watched this movie, movie? Malignant, this weekend. It's fucking (laughs) awesome. So um, if you like scary movies and if you like having Elliot take pictures of you or whatever while you're talking, what is that filter? Crazy, (laughs) dude, Snapchat, wild thing. Um, But if you like scary movies with like just the most wild plot twists of all time, man, go go look at Malignant. It's on HBO Max. And if you don't have HBO Max, get HBO Max. You got Rick and Morty, South Park. They they have all the Conjuring movies, Matrix, whatever. Like get get on HBO Max. It's awesome. Great movie. Super good. Crazy plot twist. Super creepy. Go see you some Malignant. Okay, I just tweeted out a poll. Do animals really sleep? So everyone, please go vote in that because. <laughs> I'm like, that's just crazy. Um, yeah, speaking of polls, speaking of polls, um, I posted one on our Lunch Beer Twitter the other day that if Vladdy Guerrero Jr. wins the Triple Crown, does he become the MVP? Um, I say no. And I say Real no. Real quick, I'm going to interrupt. I say yes because I think that that's what MLB writers and voters, whoever gets the vote, will think. So you... Say the opposite of that. Well, I could the playoff thing. If they make a deep push, and they usually vote before like the end of the World Series or whatever, I'm pretty sure. So if they make a deep push, I I, I could I could see it there. Um, but my thing is is that Shohei Otani is right there in like all the offensive stats where Guerrero is. Like okay, yeah, Guerrero's third in batting average. Um, Otani. He's not even in the top 40, whatever, like, but home runs, second. Uh, RBIs, dude, he is 11th, tied for 11th. Like, stolen bases, dude, how many, Vladdy don't have stolen bases, like, he can't steal, like, what are we talking about? We're talking about value. Shohei is 8th in stolen bases. Oh, and yeah, by the way, um... I don't care if Vladdy's also leading the league in hits, so if you want to call it a quadruple crown, whatever, he he's not one of the best pitchers in the MLB, and Shohei Otani is. Um, but uh, when I'm holding a 35-1 to ticket, I'm not going to go lose it to a guy you know that won the MVP, uh, like triple crown, quadruple crown, and this team makes a deep push. The Blue Jays look awesome right now. They're giving the Rays a fit currently. Um, and... He's twelve to one. You can go around. He's twelve to one. So and Shohei Otani is like minus five thousand. So all the books think that he's going to win. It's already a wrap. But again, you can't trust these baseball writers. I mean, Derek Jeter didn't even get a unanimous vote into the Hall of Fame. Oh, Ken sucks. Griffey Jr. How are you going to not give Ken Griffey? I don't care if he's a dickhead. How are you not going to give Ken Griffey Jr. the most? Yeah. The, you so know, in your, this guy is amazing. Yeah. So in your position, <laughs> what should you do I think to you just, counteract yeah, that? You, you know what? Don't buy a couple beers at the bar this weekend while you're watching football and, and save those three extra drinks. And you definitely have to go hedge out and Vlad just in case. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's the that's the best way to put it. I mean, especially Jared, when you're sitting in that spot where Otani's such a heavy favorite and 
you know, Vladdy's Vladdy Jr. is really making that late season push. That's that's the best thing to do. I mean, I know it sucks and you don't want to do it. And, you know, people talk about, oh, no hedge, you know, blah, blah, blah. But in that, in this specific, (laughs) no head, (laughs) in this specific, (laughs) in this specific situation, like Jared said, you should definitely uh, put a, you know, I'm not saying a full unit, but at least like, I don't know, a quarter of a unit on. 10 bucks wins you $120. Why not? So. Don't um, go to Chipotle. Just yeah. don't go to Chipotle one time. Yeah, I definitely want to move on to uh, the wild card race. Insane, dude. Is insane right, right? now. Um, so the Yankees were back for a while. They were on that hot streak. Then they fucking sucked for, I don't know, like oh, 10 games. They're so streaky. And now they're battling right now. So the wild card race, the Blue Jays have the top spot, and they are a half game ahead of the Yankees in the second spot. Well, no, the Yankees and the Red Sox are tied for the second spot right now. And then the Mariners and the Athletics are just uh, three games and three and a half games behind the second spot on the wild card. I mean, this is tight, dude. This is crazy. And then, what, they barely squeaked by the Twins last night? Oh, dude. Oh, no, they played the Orioles. Or the Orioles, that's what I or no, 7-2. Two. No, it was I think what two games ago maybe they barely squeaked by the Twins in like extra innings or they lost. Um, no, they yeah they won six five. Um, two and tough yeah, losses to the Mets. They they need to sweep the Orioles or else I have no faith or else yeah. I will truly believe that the Yankees should not make the playoffs and they suck because if they can't sweep the Orioles right now when it really means most they do not deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah, and you know, dude, how about this? Here's how the end. Here's how they end the schedule: Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay. Oh my god! Oh, strap me in, dude. I'm ready. Oh I'm ready. Give god. me the action, dude. I'll, Are you kidding me? I'll be in Fenway. You're going two, to Fenway. Two weeks to watch Yankees beat Boston's ass. So let's wow. get it. Wow, Nick, yeah, you gotta dude. hold it down out there, bro. Yeah, we're gonna have to send know. some serious money on the Yanks. Get yeah, a Yankee yeah. statue on your neck, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll get the little the little teardrop with the NY logo. Oh, yeah, just in oh, case man. we don't make it. Oh, Crazy. I may not come back. Speaking yet. of uh, NY, um, it's the 11th episode. 20th anniversary of 9/11 was last week. So let's just shout out. Yeah, thank Mo- you, everybody, Americans. Everyone in New York. Phenomenal. Yeah, that was, yeah, I fuck with that. That was awesome. And like, thank you to all active my, as well. Exactly. Thank yeah. you to everyone still out there, you know, still taking care of everything. And if, you know, you're still dealing with trauma and whatnot, you know, God's with you. We're thinking about you. Just dude, stay you're positive. all about God today, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what's yeah. up with God that? Did good, you dude. just have like an epiphany or something? No, dude. I feel like you've never been like that before. The <laughs> whole time I've known you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I went to a Christian school, man. Eastern's Christian? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good for you, man. Um, I'm raised in faith base. Okay. And I'll tell you what. I got. You know what I got some faith in? So, cra- crazy bet I'm going to throw at you guys oh, right now. Oh, so if you go oh. shop around offshore, like some of the hunky junk fun books <laughs> that you can find, like a Bet Rivers or... You know some some Funky casinos, junk maybe you fun can, books. I love that. Yeah. I love you know, that. Like the mybookie.ag. Yes. You know what yes. I'm talking about? I used to I used to rock with them, and I live in South Carolina because <laughs> it wasn't legal. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, give it to us. I had the Rams in that Super Bowl. It was so Ooh, sad when I was rough. in there. Yeah, it was terrible. Jared couldn't, Goff's couldn't terrible. Be me. Couldn't anyway, be me. we're talking about baseball. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals right now are in that second wild card spot. The Dodgers pretty much already clinched the first spot. They're 17 games ahead of anyone else. Now, 
The Reds, the Padres are all in it. Phillies are three games out. Mets are four out. Those they those two teams suck. Forget about them. Um, but I really think the Cardinals are going to make it, and then they're going to be paired up with Wainwright, and he's going to go against the Dodgers that he owns. And they are plus 1,200 to move on to the divisional series in the National League, and I totally think that's worth throwing 10 bucks on. 12 to 1, you want 120 bucks if they make it. Um, you could look for in-game opportunities, in-season opportunities, since we still have a couple weeks left, to hedge out on that $10 with whatever play you want, or if you come in on a strong one and want to throw a unit. But I absolutely think in terms of just risk-reward, absolutely worth it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That's a great bet, especially in the wild card game. You never know what the fuck could happen. If you have a hot pitcher like Adam Wainwright going against, I don't know, I mean – Clayton Kershaw, he did, you know, uh, 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 reverse his demons from from playoffs past, uh, you know, two seasons ago or last season, whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, we'll figure that out. But I want to quickly touch on college football, two big games this week. Uh, I just want to talk about uh, Penn State and Auburn real quick because it is a whiteout game. Shout out, Coach Frank. He might be going to USC, so who knows? <laughs> I saw that today. But I just want to talk about it because it is a wideout game. And, you know, people, I hate the people that do the argument college football versus NFL. I love them both for very separate reasons. And the one reason that college football has is the atmosphere. You go to any college football game and it is totally different than an NFL game, especially the epitome of college football, the Penn State wideout game. Um, so it's uh, Penn State, Auburn. First time I think they're ever playing, I want to say. Um, they're both ranked, uh, Penn state 10, Auburn 22, both two and oh, that's going to be electric. Um, there's nothing like being in a stadium of, of 110,000 plus people all yeah. going crazy. I mean, that stadium's literally shaking the whole time. I've been to a whiteout once. Yeah. Like it's unreal. It's electric. Um, I've blacked out. You blacked out at a whiteout? <laughs> Not a whiteout, just some chill. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the second game I want to talk. The second game I want to talk about real quick is Bama, Florida. The other, you know, the other big game this week. Um, Florida is. So I saw I was on the um, odds tracker earlier, and I saw you can get a couple different numbers somewhere depending on who you want to bet. I saw uh, thirteen and a half. I saw fourteen and fourteen and a half. Um, at all different sports books, like we said earlier, you know, you should have at least four to five different, you know, sports books on your phone. Always get that best line. So depending on who you like in that game, it's just kind of crazy that Alabama is still laying, you know, around 14 points on the road in the swamp yeah. against an get SEC Florida, opponent. Like, I, I agree with you, man. I, how do you not take, dude, I saw 14 and a half. How do you not take 14 and a half you on do. that game? You do because you because you know you want to know something. This is why you take it because Nick Saban's eight and eighteen against the spread when he's facing a team that has a better rushing offense than him because they can possess the ball, they can keep the Alabama offense off the field, and then you minimize you know their scoring and you cover fourteen and a half is a lot of points to cover against yeah, an that's SEC a lot, team. Man. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely agree. It's just kind of funny too that. Nick Saban's going in on his team. Like, he hates his team right now. And their last two games, they won 44-13 and 48-14. And that's still not good enough for Nick Saban. And I kind of love that about him. But it is kind of crazy. I mean, Bryce Young, he looked great. 
Um, he was, you know, I would say near perfect. I mean, he had a couple misreads, but he looks awesome. And it's just crazy how Bama could just reload year after year after year. Ba- Bama could probably take on like 25% of the NFL. Oh, whoa. I wouldn't say that. That's a lot. I don't get out of here. Washington is Bama. I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd say like the like a, a full Alabama team, you know, end of season. Right, I don't know, man. After they, you're cr- dude, you're crazy. After yeah. they coordinate, I think they could definitely take on like at least three to four NFL teams. Dude, you gotta think about it, Alabama. Like, they're the best program in college football. They consistently have, you know, five to six kids. Are, Washington you know, is actually Bama. probably like five <laughs> to eight kids that go to the league every year. But an NFL team is made up of. I'm, Fully NFL talent. I'm not listen. I'm not you know listen, caliber players. It, 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 listen, the the Jags right. The Jags are rough, but they're still the one percent right. Like, but Bama, I think, can put up a fight against at least five NFL teams and like actually put them up for a contest. Dude, no, I don't think so. You don't so. think so? I think, really? I think if you take Bama versus the worst team in the NFL, they Vegas still would still set the spread on whatever NFL team that is. They would Three still be laying. Right? No, dude, they'd still be laying like forty points. You think so, dude? It's an NFL team. I would, I would yeah, love, dude. To, I would love to just see like the mesh between you know the B teams, which is college technically, and your A league. You know, I'm, it's I'm, E's I'm, too, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm comparing this to soccer because soccer has A, B, C, D like oh, tiers, God, whatever. But it's <laughs> line, it's Lionel Messi, bro. It's a messy episode, <laughs> but but like I would definitely love to see how like someone who's a tier below. Plays against the the worst of the top tier. Yeah, but I mean, I know, but college is in tears, man. It's age, you know. Yeah. It's like these kids are. You're getting mad at eighteen year olds when your a, bets aren't hitting. It's a, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's it's a different scope. Do. It's just a different scope. You yeah. know, it's a different yeah. level. Oh, these guys um, at the NFL. You're 27 years old. You have the experience. You have the coaching. You're also like just more of a larger man. I mean, it's, yeah, you're thicker. Yeah, I'm moving Juicier. on. Yeah. It's a lot to talk about. And <laughs> you know what, though? It's funny because these hypotheticals we'll never know the true answer to. Yeah. Uh, moving would, on. That'd be great for sports, though. Just to see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, a preseason yeah, game sure. or something? That would be cool, man. So what What are NFL teams here? We got Giants. There we go, Nick. You beat right? me to it. I was right? going to say, moving on to what we wanted to talk about, right? the most important thing of the week, the NFL season. We had a full slate. Unfortunately... All our favorite teams on this podcast lost. <laughs> oh. Giants, football team, and Ravens all took L's this past week. So we've been all down uh, pretty bad. Um, Nothing gets me going more than after seeing week one of the Giants, knowing that every single week for the next 16 weeks, I'm going to get my hopes up and they get crushed every single time because we don't know how to make you know, drafts or and, trades or anything like that. And then if you guys Ugh. lose this week, it'll be the the uh, eighth out of the last ninth year that you've went 0-2 to start the season. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so I'll start I with my everything. team, um, our team, yeah. me, Nikki Q, and our producer, Ralph. Um, so our team, we started 0-1, and I wrote a blog about it. Um, I mean, that's what NFL fans do. They have overreactions. We just get crazy after we see a team lose week one. So please go check out that blog, uh, Week One Knee Jerk Overreactions, because I went off on the Giants. So I'll start that. I'll start there. Um, I was really excited for the season, and watching this game just felt like my heart was being ripped out. Let me just give you this, guys. Our total points in the last 17 games, 16. 13, 
nine, <laughs> nine, 34, but it was a divisional game. You know how those get out of hand. 20, oh. 21, 23, 23, 27, 19, 17, 7, 6, 13, 23. And this past weekend, I'm not counting that bullshit garbage time touchdown by Daniel Jones. This past weekend, our offense put up seven points. And I know the Broncos look good. I know it wasn't against it was against a Broncos defense that will be pretty good the rest of the year. I mean, Vic Fangio is a, you know, defensive wizard. And I get that. You know, Von Miller was a beast. I get it. But how is that possible in the modern NFL when the rules are? Are so far. Are are they're just so far to the offensive side of the ball, and they're just so like unbalanced. It just it drives me crazy. And this one thing I want to bring up real quick is when we really needed an offensive touchdown in late in the game. Jason Garrett called a play that Danny Jones and Kyle Rudolph were completely off. They're completely not on the same page. I think Daniel Jones threw it to, I want to say, the back pylon. Rudolph cut to the front. That's your fault, Jason Garrett. I hate you. You suck. And then the very next play, they ran the same exact play. Dan- they they just they just put Kenny Galladay and it was just easily covered. Like again, am I taking crazy pills or is just Jason Garrett the worst offensive coordinator the ever? Bro, dude, the, that's all I can do. It's I just, terrible. I can't Danny Dimes that. throwing pennies out there, dude. It I cannot. Painful. I cannot fathom him calling the same exact play on back to back plays in the end zone when we really needed a touchdown. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Jason Garrett? It just blows my mind that he still has a job and the NFL is the way that it is. I said this in the blog. It's just a revolving door. If you make friends, if you make friends in the beginning of your career, you will have a job for life. Yeah. I mean, listen, we, we have Thursday. We're going against a football team. Good old Eli, who was clapping earlier at his scores, but we clapped him twice last year. So it's okay. Yeah. You know, um, Daniel though. Jones has never lost yeah. to the football team. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's fine. You think if they do lose though, that uh, <laughs> there's going to be some changes made because oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you guys play I the Falcons, so. the Saints, Cowboys, Rams, Panthers, Chiefs, Raiders, Bucks to, after that. It's, it's, it's all on the blog, so- baby. It's sounds like we're going to get railed out for week after week <laughs> yeah. after week. Jerry, you, you got a little nugget for this thing? Oh, dude. So, um, this is pretty sad. This is pretty sad here. Um, first of all, sucks that Fitz went down. I had football team against the Chargers last week, but there too many penalties for the football team. Definitely got to limit those if they're going to have a chance. Um, but unfortunately, the Washington football team, I got this from Point Spread Weekly, VEASAN.com. Get up there, subscribe. Huge VEASAN guy. Love their shows, love their content. Go check them out. VSIN.com. Point Spread Weekly, get up and subscribe. Love those guys. Washington is 0-7 against the spread at home against pathetic scoring teams averaging 15 points per game or less. That's you us. guys can't beat teams that are bad. That's us. You can give Tom Brady a run for his money, but Danny, Danny Penny's over here throwing no fucking shit passes. <laughs> Cooked. Honestly, Jared, you know my response to that? Hammer it. <laughs> Dude, the Giants look god-awful, bro. We're not the same Washington team that we have been for two decades. Know, like, man. Yeah, you, you changed your name. Hold on. You put Taylor. Dude, it's <laughs> man, Taylor's name, good, bro. He's It's his game. Like, you're giving Taylor Heineke, he's someone good. everybody he, at this table. He's good. He should be a set, starter. 
Everyone at this table has said that he's good. Mm-hmm. Everybody has acknowledged it. This I'm is, excited to see what he's got. Dude, he's going to start a game. You're going to give Taylor Heineke, the dude who balled out and gave the Buccaneers the biggest challenge in their Super Bowl path, Not that is including the Super Bowl itself, just for the record. You're giving him his first shot and his prime time, and it's against a division rival? Dude, trends are made to be broken, and what did you say? It was 0-7? Dude, it's going to be 1-7. I might, I might switch listen, my dude. lock. Just because are also 5-1 against the spread in this L- matchup. Listen, dude, I've I've been riding the football team for a while. Like I, I think they're the biggest NFL underdog, but you know now that we're in the season. But you're playing against the Giants, so you're, awesome you're, you're the we, absolute worst team I've dude, ever we, seen in my we life. Almo- so. we, almost, we almost got past the Chargers after losing Fitzpatrick on the second drive. Once again, Taylor gets called in not starting the game, and they still, to Jared's point, yeah, we had penalties. You know, there was a lot that went wrong, but at the end of the day, like, there's faith in that team, and Danny is not scoring on a defense, bro. He's going to be Danny Debt. He's not Danny Dimes, Oh, dude. yeah, 100% believe. I mean, Jason Garrett has the most uncreative, unimaginative. <laughs> yeah, dude, Cowboys you. Ask MC Matt East is yeah, just worst. a nightmare. Oh, yeah, <laughs> division's awful. It's and a nightmare. I said, it in the, I said it in the blog. Please go check it out. Week one, knee-jerk overreactions. But I said in the blog, the worst thing for any team in the NFC East is to win the division at like 7-10, and 10, and whoever is in charge of – that team gets contract extensions because oh they won the division they made the playoffs yeah you were seven and fucking ten yeah like, it's ridiculous that's well, the worst thing that could happen to the Giants right now you know what you know what I saw on Twitter I'm scrolling through Twitter while I'm pooping and stuff and I see I see Eagles fans dude just talking to Yang Yang man I fucking hate all of them. And it's like a meme, and it's like the Giants, the football team, and the Cowboys all 0-1, and Uh, and then it's like the Eagles, and they're like, oh, you guys played the Falcons, okay? You played Matt Ryan. He can't even throw the ball more than 10 fucking yards. And then then, let's forget that the Giants just played one of the best defense the NFL has the offer, and the football team, you know, I mean, the Chargers are, come on. Rough loss. And the Cowboys played the Super Bowl champs. And y'all are talking trash. You won one game. Jalen Hurts couldn't throw the ball out of the pocket, if anyone didn't notice. So, did throw for 300 yards, though. Yeah, he looked good, he looked good in the pocket rested. That's for sure. There's Take a no breather, doubt. dude. Take a breather. Dude, I just can't stand them. I can't. That division <laughs> is a nightmare. I honestly think, that I, in my opinion, I think the Eagles outperformed a lot of expectations. I mean, we'll see what that happens, you know, moving on, you know, further into the season. But I don't know, man. I think Jalen Hurts looked great, and we'll see. Um, I do have uh, a little comeback player of the year value. I talked about it earlier. Jameis Winston, my guy, got him at 15-1, to and he is now hovering around that 5-1 to mm. mark just behind um, Dak Prescott. So that's awesome. I love that. The LASIK surgery, I, baby. I, I was doing my uh, bet research today. And I was about to fade the Saints, but I was like, Jameis is just <laughs> Jameis so good. Jameis is a new Aaron like, after week how, one. How did he just pop off like that? You know, he's been so he can uh, see under the radar. Yeah. Like I, I remember working at an old <laughs> job. I like um, was serving as like uh, parents or aunts or, or aunt and uncle or something like that, and they were talking about him or whatever. And but that was four or five. He was years across ago, the street dude. at the other restaurants. Yeah, he didn't there, have the surgery yet. There, 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 that was like four or five years ago when he first broke out, and he's been under the radar. But me, wow, uh, wow, what a replacement for yeah. for Drew Brees. Let me read you guys this stat line real quick because it is a little deceiving. Um, I mean, I know they won by you know thirty plus points, but that defense was insane. His stat line was fourteen of twenty 
for 148 yards and five touchdowns. Oh my god! Did they just gash him on the ground the whole time? He only dude. completed 14 passes. Are you serious? Because the Packers de- a, run defense is less terrible, than 150 dude. yards, but he scored five touchdowns. Oh my god! Wait, that, now that you said that. I'm gonna fade them now. <laughs> I'm the- oh man! Nah, no, no way. But the value's there, nah, so I he's love good. that. I hope I hope some of you guys jumped on the Jameis Winston bandwagon because we have insane value right now, which is cool. Um, I do still think Dak Prescott is gonna win as long as he has just a normal Dak Prescott season. You know, compared to that injury he suffered last season. What do you what do you need for Prescott to win? Like let's talk need, through that. Well, like, for Prescott to at win at the end of the year, what do we need to see? What do you think? So for Prescott to win, he just like I said needs to have a normal Dak Prescott season, which is you know throwing for five thousand plus yards, which is definitely doable for him. I mean, he looked great. How in many his Thursday wins? night game? They need to win the division. He he. I honestly believe that he doesn't even need to win the division as long as he gets to seven seven wins. He does not need to win the division, but as long as he puts up the numbers, because that defense, I mean, Micah Parsons looked lost. Like, that looked like a terrible pick. They should have picked a cornerback at that spot, and Micah Parsons did not look good. He looked completely lost in his first NFL regular season yeah. game. I just think he, Dak Prescott needs to win seven games, have a regular, you know, st- statistical-wise year for Dak Prescott, and he'll win. Um, for Jameis to win, I think he needs to win the division, which, I mean, the Bucks are in that division, so that's pretty tough. Playoff push at least, right? So he needs to, yeah, if he doesn't win the division, I know it's a regular season award, but people definitely look at what you do past the regular season. So he would need to win a playoff game. So we'll see. I mean, again, the value's there. I got him at 15-1. to It's at 5-1 to now. Huge. Um, moving on to fantasy football, though, the beer league. Uh, I think I'm the only one that took an L this week. Yeah. Yeah, I just How got a call feel? out, dude. I th- uh, you got to yeah, yeah. How does redo it feel? that because I just I jumped yeah, in too it, fast. My bad. It feels, <laughs> yeah, it feels kind of shitty even though I outscored everyone in this room besides Jared. Yeah. That sucks, my but team's that's nice. fantasy football, right? I was projected to be last, too, because I took a bunch of sleeper picks, and they absolutely popped. So who did you beat, Jared? Say that because that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, my buddy. Oh, my poor buddy. Just Sykes his name. Having a tough what, what's week, his dude. team name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh so God. for those you don't know, my last name is Kosa, K O S A, and my friend Anthony thought it was funny to name his team Fade Kosa. How about Fade yourself, dude? Go look in the mirror. Your fantasy <laughs> team fucking sucks. See ya. Thanks for coming, dude. You got faded by me. Who did my Who did my due diligence? Sleeper picks, dude. And Damian Harris had a hundred yard touchdown. Yeah, baby. he had a, he, he had a rush that came back too. So I really would have put him to sleep. Amari Cooper, Debo Samuel. Hope you all have the best week ever. <laughs> yeah. So I know uh, you guys won too, right, Nick, Ralph, and uh, Eli. Yeah. Um, Ruben uh, had had a big injury, so like he he didn't even have a player play. I smoked him, dude, like fifty something, sixty points Ooh, almost. That's rough. Poor guy, like he missed out bad. Yeah, un- so unlucky for him. Yeah, so the standings it. right now, uh, Paul Tuckett, Pats, Jared won, um, Eli football team won, stick it in cider, Nick. Yeah, like one, yeah, Fade <laughs> Cosa, New York jet lag, and your boy Juice, uh, Jake Rubin. They all lost in that division. Then moving over to my side, Losers. moving over to my side, Slump Busters, Team Smith, and Hold My Stugats. Uh, all one, and then my team, the Chicago Beers, Dub Beers, lost Walsh, Connor Walsh, and then uh, Team Vasquez, our buddy Stefan, 
all lost in the West. So that's what it's looking like uh, right now for the beer league. Fun fact about Connor Walsh is uh, I'm in two leagues with him and he couldn't even get into his teams. He accepted both league invites, couldn't draft. He, he still came in. He's a week in and he hasn't been able to get in the app yet. We we agreed on a trade proposal and I'm still waiting on ESPN, it. ESPN <laughs> has some flags or yeah. something, dude. Connor can't even get it on, dude. Poor guy. They're not rocking with Connor. So yeah, boy. <laughs> ESPN is like against him, bro. I've never seen anything like you were there for the draft. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, before we move to our locks of the week, we have underground artist uh for Eli. Eli, what do you got? Yeah, I got a a, a group, if you will. It's called Catfish and the Bottle Men. Um, it's out there, but just check them out. Look up Hourglass. Honestly, the guy, like the guys that Choice had last night when we were playing Fortnite. No, that's a different group. Yeah, well, no, that's a different band. All right, um, I was just curious. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, no, you're good. Maybe they'll be next week. Um, mm. Catfish in the Bottom Man. Check them out. They have a song called Hourglass. Real raw stuff. It's really cool. You either identify or you don't, but it's great music. So definitely give them a look. Give them a listen. I think you'll like them a lot. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you for that. And then we're moving on to locks of the week. Um, I'll actually go last, so we'll start with Nikki Q. Yeah, so I think my record is going to start now because I okay. missed the last Are two you weeks? officially going to count we're, like, we're, from we're here on out? We're fizzily counting. Because, fizzily. I because, love that. Because uh, Pittsburgh smoked me in the preseason last yeah. week, uh, last time. Try but, to tell uh, you. Um, had a lot of Italy runs, though. They had a good run. Uh, I'm taking Denver minus six against Jacksonville. I think it's a very safe bet. Um, I was doing a little research. Denver has 54% of the individual bets, but they have 84% of the money right now. It's very early. Yeah, did they look it's, good? It's a lot of sharp money. They look very hot against the Giants, so I was really watching them, and Teddy always covers, dude. <laughs> I love that. Teddy, two gloves, baby. I had... Sorry, I'm looking away. Um, Last week, we got there, baby. Cardinals plus three. Um, I don't know if you guys experienced any vicious beats, but I had the over in that game. There was 14 minutes left, and it was at 51. I got it at 52. We couldn't get one point. Make a field goal. Somebody, Goskowski, get it together. Unbelievable. This week, though, Cardinals plus three. That was cash. Coast is moving to six and four. We're back, baby. I'm getting on football. We, yo, Dallas Cowboys, guess what, guys? I had them plus eight and a half last week. They look crazy. Dak looks good. A lot of penalties from the Chargers. Give me Cowboys plus three all day this week. Yeah, so I'm going to kind of jump in, and I'm going to take actually Jared's favorite team as my lock of the week. I'm going to take the Ravens plus three and a half against the Chiefs, which is kind of wild because Patrick Mahomes is 11-0 in September with 35 touchdowns and no interceptions. But at the end of the day, John Harbaugh, he's 19-4 and straight up and 15-8. and at home during the month of September, I feel like they're due. They need the redemption game after that. Not embarrassment, but they got outplayed. You know Lamar's not going to take it lightly, so I'm taking the Ravens plus three and a half against and the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Mahomes owns him too, so it's time to reverse that narrative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's get One it. MVP to another. That he's got after the fumble, he's got to show up. Yeah, no, I, I love that spot. Um, a big letdown followed into the next week. Love it. Absolutely love that one, but. Um, I did both my picks lost last week. It kind of sucks. Um, they fell. The Steelers really shut me up. I mean, the Steelers' offense kind of uh, acted the way I thought they would. They really didn't move the ball that much. Um, the defense was amazing. I thought the but the loss of Bud Dupree would be a lot bigger on the Steelers, but it wasn't. I mean. 
That's just my, what Mike Tomlin does. He he's just so reloads good, on defense. He's, he's so yeah. good. Especially Mike Tomlin as an underdog. Especially it the was, way he flipped his whole football thing, too. Can we just talk about that for one second? Like, yeah, there used to be it. an offensive team, and then over the last three years, he's just like, we're going to be defense now. And the, the, he's been able to, like, that's an well, adjustment think, as a coach. So I you think have to it make. went from, like, when he first started, it was defense. Then he flipped it to offense, where it was like that. Um, that divisional game against the Jaguars they lost where it was like 45-42. He flipped offense, and now he's locking back down on defense. And it's, it's just that it's, Mike Tomlin just does it, man. The he's Steelers awesome. fan. It, you know what? It also sucked, too, because I came home to my in-laws, and they're all Steelers fans. are from Pittsburgh. And it just sucked because I see the Giants, and I have so much hope for them, and they suck. But the Steelers, when everything was in doubt, you know, Big Ben, is he going to be Big Ben again? Is he going to do what he does? You know, who knows? And then the Steelers just do what the Steelers does. So that sucked. Um, that really was big. So I lost both my locks of the week last week. I'm 5-2, and two, though, so not too bad. Um, and I'm going to – I'm still kind of adjusting, too, because I'm the type of better where I don't really lock in my bets to, like – Sunday morning or Saturday night. But, you know, for you guys, man of the people, better of the people, I will adjust. I will adapt. I will overcome. Um, So I do have a play this week, and I have the Rams laying three and a half points against the Colts. And I know what you're thinking. Rams had a big Sunday night primetime spot. My lock. (laughs) They, uh, (laughs) well, that was last week, right? Yeah, yeah, last week. I was yeah. just acknowledging the game. It's the same game. Yeah. What do you mean the same game? You're talking about the Rams last week. I was saying, yeah, my lock, like, they killed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they did good. They did very well. Mental connection. Well, no, I was Where just are gonna, we? I was just going to say, <laughs> and I know what you're thinking, because usually it's the opposite when a team has a big Sunday night performance. It's the opposite for the following week, and you want to fade them because – the public is, you know, all over them or whatever. But I still think the the Rams come in and win by double digits. Um, you know, Jared or uh, not Jared Koff, Jesus Christ, uh, Matt Stafford, Matty Ice really didn't have to do much. I mean, he for for Matt Stafford, um, for his like standards, he really didn't even throw the ball that much. I mean, I know he started the game quick with a you know a touchdown. A long touchdown pass. Um, I just think that the Colts really didn't put it together. They were struggling all game. The Rams kind of flew by that game. Great pick by Eli. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them this week. Uh, like I said, lane three and a half against the Colts, taking the Rams, trying to get back on track. That's my lock of the week. There you have it, boys. Anyways, www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. Check out the beer blog. Frank's putting stuff up. Beer rings will be up, et cetera, whatever. Yeah, we'll see you later. I'm going to have a post on good uh, good, good bars that you can you can go to and watch football at. Yeah, coming out this week. Things taste good. PJs this yeah. week, boys? Sounds pretty good. I'm done with PJs. I had enough of that. Uh, got, Big Woody's we, TV management. We, we got to get there a little early, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah 30 is ideal. Yeah, I need to shop before kickoff. Post up. Uh, yeah, I need to be fucking blackout.